0: blog talk radio
1: today i want to talk to you from the subject get your butt out of the way the word as i use it in this subject has only one t but two t's could also be applicable <laughs> I talk to people in all kinds of situations, in all kinds of places, and they give me all kinds of stories. Very often people say to me, Reverend Ike, I want to be such and such a thing, but. Reverend Ike, I would like to have such and such a thing, but. Oh, Reverend Ike, how I would like to do such and such a thing, but. So finally one day, as somebody was telling me all of these different butts, I just finally blurted out and I said, Look, you know, you could be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you would just get your butt out of the way. you to make some notes, and I want you to start a project with yourself. I want you to look out for every time you use the word but, and you'll find out in many cases that the only thing that stands between you and what you want is a big but, and you'll discover it's your but, (laughs) and I have quoted the prophet to you time and time again set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. Let's quote that scripture together again. Come on.
0: Set a watch,
1: O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my you're going to hear me quoting over and over again ad nauseum for a while. What you say, S-A-Y, is what you get. The word is so important. So many people misunderstand what the word of God is. The theologians don't have the slightest idea what the word of God is. So let me tell you again what the word of God is. What you say about yourself is the word of God to you. Now, it may take you a few minutes to digest that a little. I want to repeat it again, and I want to put it in the first person. What I say about myself is the word of God to me. Together? What I say about myself is the word of God to me. If I say I am poor, That is my word, and that becomes the word of God to me. That becomes the word which determines my experience. That becomes the word which determines my expression. If I say I can't get anywhere, if I say I cannot succeed, if I say I cannot prosper, if I say I can't get a hold of any money, if I say I can't hold any money, If I say nothing works for me, if I say that I'm born to lose, then that is my word and that becomes the word of God to me. And you're never going to get any further in life than the word of God, meaning your word about yourself. The theologians Tell us, for example, about that wonderful scripture that it's some big God sitting up in the sky. The scripture that says, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. We've been taught that that's some big God speaking from the sky. That is not true. This is the truth of the word of every man. The words that go forth out of your mouth, they're not going to come back to you void. They're going to accomplish something. There is creation in your every word. There is creative power in your every word. And I'm going to put that in the first person and have you affirm it with me. There is creative power in my every word. Together. There is creative power in my every word. You see, the infinite has given it to you, the individual, to speak your word of creation. And each person creates his own world by his own word. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter, we are told that God spoke the world into existence. And so do you every day, every time you open your big mouth, you speak your world into existence. And every time you say, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but... You put a but... your way. Now, don't think again, and I want to pry you loose from this misconception. Don't you think for a moment that there's some word of God spoken from heaven to you that determines your experience? Not so. The word of God that is spoken by you in your own heart becomes the word of God to you and controls your experience. So if in your heart, if you want to be delivered From any situation. You believe in your heart. And feel it in your heart. And see it in your heart. And say it. And confess it. You'll be saved. From negative conditions. But notice this. The word is near thee. And it's even in your mouth. All you've got to do is to. Believe it. And say it. Now there are different kinds of buts. That people put in their way. And I'm going to find out. Right now, I'll rather let you find out individually what kind of butt you've put in your way. Some people say, Reverend Ike, I'd like to be, to do, and to have such and such a thing, but I don't have any money. This I'll call the no money but. And I'll ask you, and let you examine your heart, do you ever put the no money but in your way? Let's do some confessing here. I do believe in confession, you know. You see, but we confess and forsake. Not enough to say, yeah, I did it and keep on doing it. But here again, that wonderful book of psychology, the Bible says, if you confess and forsake your sin, you'll have mercy. If you release that error out of your heart, if you release that error out of your mind, if you stop practicing negative thinking in your mind, you'll have mercy, you'll have help. So let's talk about this no money but. Stop and think for a moment. And I thought about this this morning in my meditation. Most of the great fortunes, most of the great industries, most of the great institutions in the entire world started with no money. The great fortunes possessed by the great multimillionaires in America today, if you go back to the beginning of that family fortune you will find out that most of those fortunes started with what? No money. Everywhere you see great success and great riches, it is not difficult to trace it and find that it started with no money. But what did it start with? An idea. Everybody say, idea. Nothing except an idea. But here is the great mystic and actual secret. You see, everything begins with an idea. If you have an idea, you're rich. If you can accept the idea of being wealthy, that in itself will bring you and lead you into the mechanics of becoming wealthy. I can be very personal about this and go right back to the press conference in Detroit when a German newspaper reporter asked me the question, Well, Reverend Ike, what can you say to the people who are unemployed? How can your philosophy be practically applied in their case? I said, well, I'm a good example of that. I started this multi-million dollar minister with $200 that I saved up from unemployment compensation back in 1959. I started it with an idea. Let everybody say, idea. Idea. Shout it again. Idea. And as long as you have an idea, don't say, I don't have anything. If you have an idea, you have everything. Because to tell you the truth, every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Please write that down. An idea never comes to you without the mechanics without the modus operandi. Now, the intellect cannot see the modus operandi. The intellect may not be able to see the mechanics. But every idea has its own mechanics built into it. But you have to believe in that idea. You have to learn how to feel that idea. Don't think for a moment that Henry Ford started out as a wealthy man. He didn't. Henry Ford became a billionaire. Not a millionaire, but A billionaire. And by the way, any time anybody says to you, Reverend Ike is a millionaire, correct them. <laughs> Millionaires are so common, and you know I'm not common, I am <laughs> What did Henry Ford start with? Henry Ford started with an idea. What was that idea? Transportation. Horseless carriage. And because he believed in this idea, this idea led him to take all of the different mechanical steps to develop the idea of an automobile. It was over his wife's kitchen sink that he held a little contraction that was to become an automobile engine had his wife to drip gas into it drop by drop at one stage and then he got a dentist to make the first spark plug to regulate fuel injection an idea the power of an idea is unlimited say that with me the power of an idea is unlimited and often people say to me, Reverend Ike, you tell people to think positive, but how practical is that? I'm telling you now that believing in an idea is practical because the idea will lead you step by step to take the right action. It will bring you together with all of the right people for every right purpose. Now, perhaps very few people know in the automotive world today that it was a dentist that made the first spark plug. didn't look like the AC spark plugs that we have today and the other sophisticated spark plugs, but the first idea, manifestation of a spark plug made by a dentist, through the idea of an automobile working in the mind of Henry Ford and became a billionaire. And you know, so many people tried to dissuade Henry Ford. Give up that damn fool idea. Preachers preached against him. Call the automobile... As Henry Ford would drive about the streets around Detroit, called it the devil's horse. That's why I tell you, don't you pay one damn bit of attention to these preachers. They're always the last to catch on to any damn thing. And then after it gets going, in spite of their preaching and their damnation, then they want to get on it. Now all the preachers have devil
0: horses, you see.
1: The mind that does not understand the processes of creation always criticizes the creative-minded person. This is why, again, the master Jesus said on one occasion, cast not your pearls before swine. That's why you don't go and try to blabber out everything I tell you here to somebody who does not understand it. When he said, cast not your pearls before swine, he wasn't talking about people. He was talking about those low states of consciousness which do not appreciate creative ideas. See, everybody is not yet in the state of consciousness to appreciate creative ideas. Everybody is not at the state of consciousness yet to get their pie now. Some of them would rather wait for it. And this upstart, Reverend Ike, comes along and tells them, look, you can have it now. That's too much for them. They've been so busy going through hell trying to get to heaven. Don't tell me that I don't have to do that. My mother did it. My father did it. My auntie did it. My uncle did it. And it's good enough for me. (laughs) So don't bother them. You just go on and... Let your light so shine. And after a while, they'll come inching around and they'll ask you. Oh, I find it so amusing sometimes. And you're really going to find out within the next 12 months, you're really going to find out how much this mind power teaching has really sprang. And some people are saying it even outwardly. They're admitting it. The world of business and the industry is so full of so many multi-million and multi-billion dollar affairs, which have started with no money, that you cannot any longer use the no money but.
2: Welcome to Raising Independent Thinkers, This show is a space for families who are homeschooling or thinking about homeschooling. We'll explore alternative teaching methods, federal and state homeschooling laws, and most importantly, this show is a platform where families can inspire one another on how to raise independent thinkers. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani, Montessori educator, homeschooling consultant, owner of Homeschool Guide, LLC, and mother of two. Let's get started. Good evening, everyone. This is the Raising Independent Thinker Show. Man, it has been one crazy week. I don't know how you all are feeling, but I'm not going to lie. My brain has been on overload since our capital, was attacked this past Wednesday. And I won't spend too much time on this because I feel the need to protect my own peace of mind. But I did wanna express my feelings um, of disappointment and disgust, even though I'm not surprised on the level of entitlement and privilege certain people have, but just the way the entire event unfolded in front of our eyes Um, And it definitely left a bad taste in my mouth, down to watching um, what it looks like, officers allowing riders to walk right into our Capitol, and these people being allowed to spread their feces and urinate in the hallways, being able to steal laptops from offices, podiums and furniture. Um, Officers allowing the majority of the people to just walk right out like it was basically a planned event. Um, Seeing these officers taking selfies. You know, it's just, it looked like one big joke. And, I mean, there's so much that's disturbing. But, again, I'm not surprised. But, anyway, I had to get some of that out since (laughs) I've been keeping most of, you know, my thoughts. Myself this week, and just using this time to reflect on some things. Of course, you know, you always want to come out with lessons that were learned in any event. So, there were three things that were heavily um, on my mind. This one of those being that we need to be more kinder to one another, I feel. And when I say we, I mean people of color because I am a person of color, and I feel this is a time when we really need to look out for one another, encourage one another, and just check in. And I think there should be a basic instinct to protect and care for people, especially ones that look like you. And to be honest, I see other groups of people protecting each other more than I see my own. So Um, My goal this week, even though it may be small, is to say something kind to someone who looks like me. So um, I'm starting with myself. And the second thing I was reminded, uh, me and a good friend of mine talked about this week, was just eliminating any and all things that don't serve you. And I've been hearing this several times throughout the week. Um, and I think this is important because this is the time where we, we need to be more focused on building prosperity, generational wealth, and encouraging our children to be independent, free thinkers. You know, if you, have, you haven't noticed, young adults who have degrees are not being hired right away. It's becoming more and more difficult for people in general that are working for companies that are closing down to just keep their jobs and we must encourage those creative ideas that our children have and also that we have so that we can use them to build um, our prosperity and those people and things that don't serve you your well-being your prosperity are just a hindrance and we don't have time <laughs> to entertain those that don't serve us period um, And the last lesson that I learned, which goes into the topic of discussion today, is the importance of pursuing the path to independence. And I just wanted to reiterate what our platform stands for here at Hindsight Radio, um, which Akeem helped started about five years ago. And one of his visions was to share knowledge and information to help others become totally independent from many of our governing systems and teaching people how to operate independently. And I've learned a great deal from listening to him and I'm still learning. Maybe he'll get on later and talk a little bit about how he got started. But I wanted to share that because I feel we are in a time where each and every one of us should be focusing on pursuing our independence. Um, One thing many of us were not taught in school or at home was how to follow and create our own ideas. You know, as a child, I went to public school like many of us did, and I had to sit there and follow along and be intellectually dependent on the teacher. The teacher told us what to do and how to think, and there was very little space for self motivation and self criticism, because someone else was always in control. Um, there was very little space to be creative, and the curriculum was already set. So, as we get older, you know, we carry these notions of being accepted, and be, and it becomes easy for us to conform to society and follow the leader instead of being um, our own leader. And the issue with conforming is that it hinders our personal progress. Um, It causes us to lose our identity and it leads to dependency, which is something that we don't want for ourselves or our children. Um, We don't wanna be solely dependent on this government because as we're seeing right before our eyes, they're having trouble with their own structure. So I played um, a Reverend Ike clip that's called Get Your Butt Out of the Way, and what I love about Reverend Ike is that he talks about the power we have within ourselves. Um, Akeem introduced me to his speeches uh, years ago, and I just love listening to him. Um, In this clip, he talks about the power of our words, and he says that there's creative power in our words. And we speak our world into existence so we have the power to make our life what we want it to be and then he goes on to say how you know everything begins with an idea we must believe and feel our ideas and as long as you believe in the idea the steps will come and this has been my thoughts you know all along <laughs> last week I talked all about how to motivate artistic creativity and the importance of acknowledging, asking questions, and just appreciating the process because being creative has a process. You know, it, it involves critical thinking and problem problem-solving skills. And as long as you exercise those skills, you can then inspire yourself to then use your creativity. So, I'm going to go ahead and take a short break and play a little bit more of Reverend Ike, and I will be right back.
3: Today,
1: I want to talk to you from the subject, get your butt out of the way. The word as I use it in this subject has only one T, But two T's could also be applicable. (laughs) I talk to people in all kinds of situations, in all kinds of places, and they give me all kinds of stories. Very often people say to me, Reverend Ike, I want to be such and such a thing, but. Reverend Ike, I would like to have such and such a thing, but and how I would like to do such and such a thing. But. So finally one day, as somebody was telling me all of these different buts, I just finally blurted out, and I said, look, you know, you could be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you would just get your butt out of the way. you to make some notes, and I want you to start a project with yourself. I want you to look out for every time you use the word but, and you'll find out in many cases that the only thing that stands between you and what you want is a big but, and you'll discover it's your but, (laughs) and I have quoted the prophet to you time and time again. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. Let's quote that scripture together again. Come on.
0: Set a watch,
1: O Lord, before
0: my mouth,
1: and keep the door of my lips. You're going to hear me quoting over and over again ad nauseum for a while. What you say, S-A-Y, is what you get. The word is so important. So many people misunderstand what the word of God is. The theologians don't have the slightest idea what the word of God is. So let me tell you again what the word of God is. What you say about yourself is the word of God to you. Now, it may take you a few minutes to digest that a little. I want to repeat it again, and I want to put it in the first person. What I say about myself is the word of God to me. Together? What I say about myself is the word of God to me. If I say I am poor, That is my word, and that becomes the word of God to me. That becomes the word which determines my experience. That becomes the word which determines my expression. If I say I can't get anywhere, if I say I cannot succeed, if I say I cannot prosper, if I say I can't get a hold of any money, if I say I can't hold any money, if I say nothing works for me, if I say that I'm born to lose, then that is my word and that becomes the word of God to me. And you're never going to get any further in life than the word of God, meaning your word about yourself. The theologians Tell us, for example, about that wonderful scripture that it's some big God sitting up in the sky. The scripture that says, My word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. We've been taught that that's some big God speaking from the sky. That is not true. This is the truth of the word of every man. The words that go forth out of your mouth, they're not going to come back to you void. They're going to accomplish something. There is creation in your every word. There is creative power in your every word. And I'm going to put that in the first person and have you affirm it with me. There is creative power in my every word. Together, there is creative power in
4: my every
1: word. You see, the infinite has given it to you, the individual, to speak your word of creation. And each person creates his own world by his own word. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter, we are told that God spoke the world into existence. And so do you every day, every time you open your big mouth, you speak your world into existence. And every time you say, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but... You put a but
0: in your way.
1: Now don't think again, and I want to pry you loose from this misconception. Don't you think for a moment that there's some word of God spoken from heaven to you that determines your experience? Not so. The word of God that is spoken by you in your own heart becomes the word of God to you and controls your experience. So if in your heart, if you want to be delivered From any situation, you believe in your heart and feel it in your heart and see it in your heart and say it and confess it, you'll be saved from negative conditions. But notice this. The word is near thee and it's even in your mouth. All you've got to do is to believe it and say it. Now, there are different kinds of buts that people put in their way, and I'm going to find out. Right now, I'll rather let you find out individually what kind of but you've put in your way. Some people say, Reverend Ike, I'd like to be, to do, and to have such and such a thing, but I don't have any money. This I'll call the no money but. And I'll ask you, and let you examine your heart, do you ever put the no money but in your way? Let's do some confessing here. I do believe in confession, you know. You see, but we confess and forsake. Not enough to say, yeah, I did it and keep on doing it. But here again, that wonderful book of psychology, the Bible says, if you confess and forsake your sin, you'll have mercy. If you release that error out of your heart, if you release that error out of your mind, if you stop practicing negative thinking in your mind, you'll have mercy, you'll have help. So let's talk about this no money but. Stop and think for a moment. And I thought about this this morning in my meditation. Most of the great fortunes, most of the great industries, most of the great institutions in the entire world started with no money. The great fortunes possessed by the great multimillionaires in America today, if you go back to the beginning of that family fortune, you will find out that most of those fortunes started with what? No money. Everywhere you see great success and great riches, it is not difficult to trace it and find that it started with no money. But what did it start with? An idea. Everybody say idea. idea. Nothing except an idea. But here is the great mystic and actor secret, You see, everything begins with an idea. If you have an idea, you're rich. If you can accept the idea of being wealthy, that in itself will bring you and lead you into the mechanics of becoming wealthy. I can be very personal about this and go right back to the press conference in Detroit when a German newspaper reporter asked me the question, Reverend Ike, what can you say to the people who are unemployed? How can your philosophy be practically applied in their case? I said, well, I'm a good example of that. I started this multi-million dollar minister with $200 that I saved up from unemployment compensation back in 1959. <laughs> I started it with an idea. Let everybody say Idea. <laughs> it again. Idea. And as long as you have an idea, don't say, I don't have anything. If you have an idea, you have everything. Because to tell you the truth, every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Please write that down. An idea never comes to you without the mechanics, without the modus operandi. Now, the intellect cannot see the modus operandi. The intellect may not be able to see the mechanics. But every idea has its own mechanics built into it. But you have to believe in that idea. You have to learn how to feel that idea. Don't think for a moment that Henry Ford started out as a wealthy man. He didn't. Henry Ford became a billionaire. Not a millionaire, but a billionaire. And by the way, any time anybody says to you, Reverend Ike is a millionaire, correct them.
2: Okay, I'm back. Um, Reverend Ike says, if you have an idea, you have everything. Believe in your idea, feel your idea. Um, he's such a good speaker. So um, please, if you if would like to join in on the conversation, please call in at 425-569-5169 and hit the number one. Um, before I continue... I wanted to mention some of the things that are available through our homeschool guide website. Of course we have our how to homeschool for nationals webinar that's available on the site. And the webinar is really for anyone who's thinking about homeschooling and it will, it will help you go through all the steps that you need to follow in order to start the process. We also have individualized curriculum plans for preschoolers where we personalize a series of lessons that include templates and hands-on activities for your child. Um, You'll receive private consultations about the curriculum. And there's also our packages for high school students that are graduating from homeschool. Um, We often offer customized diplomas as well as customized uh, transcripts. And I'm very excited to announce that I'm adding online classes for families who are looking for more learning opportunities for their kids from preschool age to upper elementary. The classes will be fun, they'll be interactive, focusing on different topics of interest. So for example, yoga, mindfulness, horticulture, Native American heritage studies, um, indigenous studies. These are just to name a few. Classes that um, where they can learn about cultures and histories in a way that the child can understand. Classes that cover mathematical concepts, financial classes, language arts, book clubs for kids, um, which I noticed are, are more popular. Um, I've, I've been seeing lots of book clubs for kids lately. Cooking classes and more. So all the classes will be offered online. Your child will receive a certification at the end. Um, There will be some options for enrolling for a series of classes or just a single class. All of our instructors will be certified and background checked. Um, If you know someone that is interested in teaching full-time or part-time online, please have them send in their resume to homeschoolguide1 at gmail.com. That's home, H-O-M-E, school, S-C-H-O-O-L guide, G-U-I-D-E, number one, at gmail.com. And I plan to have these classes available starting this summer. My goal is to provide classes that we normally don't learn in traditional school. So if you have an idea for a class that you would like for your child to participate in, please call in or send me a private email and let me know. Okay, so we're talking about um, pursuing the path to independence Um, Akeem said something powerful on his show this past week that has stayed with me during the past few days, and that was that most of our thoughts originate from other people's thoughts. And like I mentioned earlier, we're so conditioned to listen to other people instead of listening to our own thoughts. We need to build more confidence within ourselves and telling ourselves each day that our thoughts matter. And that's why I think positive affirmations are good to do. Um, you know, we must keep telling ourselves that our, our ideas are important. I am successful. I am prosperous. Um, and, you know, I used to do affirmations all the time each day, and I need to get back into it. But those, it was all, it was always helpful for me. Okay, so last week I talked about um, my daughter (laughs) deciding not to go to a four-year college but wanting to attend um, a conservatory, which it allows students to focus exclusively on one subject instead of taking all these courses she doesn't really need. So I talked about how there was a small part of me that wanted her to attend a four-year university and get a formal degree. And I really had to take some time and think about why that even came across my mind. And I believe that a part of it is that I'm still um, working on separating myself from conforming And thinking about what others are doing. Now, it's funny, I'm here trying to encourage all of you to become independent thinkers. And here I am battling with my own thoughts. So when I'm actually speaking to you, I'm actually speaking to myself as well. And it's also funny that, you know, both of my kids are such free thinkers. They both have such strong ideas about what they want and how they want to accomplish what they want. So when we um, are pursuing our path to independence, get rid of those thoughts of conformity. It's okay to make different choices than others. It's okay to disagree and have your own thoughts. It's okay to drink a glass of wine when everyone is drinking water. You know, it's okay. So we must overcome conformity. It's easier for some people, but for me, it's a daily process. Now for my son, My son is 20 years old now. Um, He's been interested in, well, he's been creating comic dubs for himself and other people. I had no idea what a comic dub was until I I watched him do it. And it's really fun to watch him doing something he enjoys. Um, He also does some voice acting and looking into writing audio stories. And he has been, it's funny because he's been extremely consistent about this for years. And I'm so proud of him because he's so passionate about what he does and he doesn't allow his condition or anything really to stand in the way of him um, succeeding in doing what he enjoys doing. Um, I think he is actually a wonderful example. And I'm not just saying that because he's my son, but I really believe that. So each and every one of us has our own path. And this thought is one of the reasons why I don't advocate for any institutional educational system, because I feel that most school systems around the world hinder our children's creativity. Now, I do I passionately believe in learning and education, and I'm very inspired by many of the philosophers and the theorists. But I don't think it's necessary for everyone to attend public or private or a private school system. I've worked for a private school um, school system teaching for almost 20 years. And no matter how well the school is run, I believe that the safest place for a child to be is at home. And if I, know, if I would have known what I know now, I would have definitely spent more time educating my own children at home. Another thought um, I have is that you need to get rid of um, all fear when it comes to finding your way to being independent. I think fear is the number one thing that kills creativity. There's a quote that I read um, a few days ago. It's by Frank Herbert, who's an American author. And it says, quote, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. Obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. And that right there is so powerful. Fear was something that I had to face many, many times in my life. And um, one example where I conquered my fears was when I had to make a choice whether or not I will go back to teaching in the classroom. Now, I've always had a job since I was 16 years old. Um, I was always taught that I needed a job. And when I was younger, I had no clue on what it would take to start up a business or become an entrepreneur. So it was so much safer to just have a job. And once um, I had kids, I honestly feared that if I didn't have a job, I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids. So instead of me focusing on any ideas that I may have had, I chose to spend more effort in working for someone else. So over a year ago, I finally got enough courage to decide not to sign another teacher contract. And at that time, I had some money saved to pay my bills for about two months, and I remember going through the battle in my mind saying, oh, no, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to afford health coverage? What if my ideas don't work? But then a major part of me had so much confidence that, you know, it's all going to work out. And I kept saying that to myself. It's all going to work out. It's going to be just fine. And it did. Um, You know, I started teaching private parent education courses uh, within my community, and I found someone that allowed me to use their space. And I realized then that I could make the same amount of money working less and doing it at my own um, on my own time. And I realized that freedom comes when you can get rid of fear. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take a caller. I'm going to take this caller right here. 980613. Hey, Beth, what's going on? Hey, Akeem,
3: what's up? Nothing much. How, how are you? I'm good. Um, did you hear me talking on, about you? Yeah, I did. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, I was <laughs> listening to the what you said about the fear and just deciding to quit your job. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. when you were telling me about that. And you said you were going to quit. I think it was through a text message. You said that. I, I can't remember exactly. I remember when you said it. Yeah. Um, and that's did you ever have that really can't... uh I did at one at time. I quit so many jobs <laughs> over the years, like just you know, and try you know pursued my own interests. Yeah, I did have the fear. The fear is are uh, you gonna have enough money to pay your bills. Right. Um and, and one of the bigger fears is what you're about to go into is it gonna work out. And um right. and looking back when I really I had I've had my own businesses since ninety seven. Ninety seven. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, in the course of having those business, I went and got little, some jobs to kind of make up for what I wasn't making in the business. And I did that all the way up to 2014,
0: mm-hmm.
3: 20, yeah, 2015, beginning of 2015. Um, then I realized I couldn't do both. I couldn't, I had to make a commitment to one or the other.
0: Right. Because
3: what was happening was I was getting a job to kind of supplement what I wasn't doing in the business, but it was taken Mm -hmm. away from the business that I, you know, it was taken away from my business. Right. right. then I found myself working harder for the job to make a lot of money because they were giving me benefits, 401k, all of these things. Right. And um, then one day I was just sitting on my couch and I said, I can't, you know, if I really want my business to thrive, I'm going to have to quit the job.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: And so I decided to quit the job in, tw- in actually I'm sorry it was 2014 it was early after I came back from a direct tv conference in Las Vegas mm-hmm. I just quit the job and just went full time with my satellite business and that was you know it it believe you know it, it paid the bills it paid the bills that I was paying and paid it mm-hmm. but I didn't have extra you know I just had enough to pay the bills and right. you know, uh, couldn't didn't have enough money to go on vacation, you know, just had enough to get by. But when I look back on that now, the reason why I had enough is because that's all I was working for. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking abundance, I was thinking I just need enough to pay these bills, right? And right. that's how powerful your mind is. Your mind mm-hmm. will what you say you want, it will work towards that, right? What you Our words fear, are powerful. Yes. If what you fear, it will work towards that fear.
2: Right.
3: Everything you see will start coming at you the way you perceive it and what you believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, and I remember I was working for Time Warner Cable when I came up with the idea for this station. It was actually 2012 when I created this station. If you go into the settings, you can see mm-hmm. members since 2012. Right. And hey, I, was I know you talked about it. You station.
2: talked about it a few times on your show.
3: Yeah, I was paying for it, but I I wanted to talk about spiritual things. I wanted to talk about the Bible. I didn't want to talk about birth certificates and not being a U.S. (laughs) citizen. But Mm -hmm. you know, as time has gone on, I I can see the connection between the Bible and how things are running in in government. They Mm -hmm. use the Bible; they swear on it all the time, and they're using biblical principles in those in their governmental structure. But Mm fear once you get over the fear and you start to see well you know now that you're over a year into it it's it's like right. a walk in a park like okay I'm always going to make money and right. you never really needed the job see someone told you you needed a job you were taught that you need a job to survive
2: I was definitely not taught using that
3: Right, you need Absolutely. you got to get a good job. You get that education so you can go work for someone, and this is what everybody is promoting.
2: Absolutely, and that's all I heard. And they,
3: they, it, they, but so what they're doing is they're advertising for the rich people to have people to co work to have come work for them.
4: Mm-hmm. We are
3: promoting the success of other people, mm-hmm. their families legacies, like WalMarts and Targets and. Amazon and these pe- places. We're, when yeah. we're teaching our children that, we're teaching them to go make other people rich right. instead of making you your talk, family you rich. It's fear. really robbing you of wealth. Right.
2: Huh? Right. No, I was just saying, you, t- you said, you talked about fear. What made you um, get past your fear to just like quit your job? And what made you actually get past that fear?
3: I just did it. I just said I'm gonna do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You had to walk into the fear. You have to walk into it and just. It still wasn't like the fear just went away. <laughs> it just. <laughs> it it, I, it once I things started to work out, I said, "Oh, this ain't so bad." You know, it was one of those things. Mm-hmm.
2: I think you know? that's the hardest now, part. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, the hardest part, trying to tell somebody that who wants to run their own business, hey, just do it. They they, And it really is, you just have to do it
0: mm-hmm. because
3: you, the, the uncertainty is what is the big concern. What's going to happen? You don't know. And that's mm-hmm. where the fear is, the unknown, the fear of the unknown. But if you have a precise vision in your mind, Mm-hmm. and you stick with that, then the fear goes away, because then you'll start wow. to see what you're looking for, instead of fearing what you don't have or what's not going to work out, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you really got to stop listening to um, people, family, Absolutely. You know, there's people who, who are trying to I tell agree. you, know, are you sure you want to do that, and you know, you got to have a safety net, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and, and when you really look past those people, look into their lives, who's saying that, they're not living wholesome lives. They're not living free lives. They're not peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they wish they can do other things. So people will tell you things like that to keep you in their same position. You know, right. they're afraid yeah. of you're gonna leave them behind. Mm-hmm. You know. So what so, made
2: you? What made you think that it was a good idea to educate people and in being independent?
3: Uh. What, well I never intended to talk about birth certificates So what What I knew was a good idea I knew that the current religious structure And how it was teaching it wasn't working People mm-hmm. are going to church Every day they're going to different religious structures And they're still having the same problems mm-hmm. And before I met Listened to Reverend Ike I listened to Other people like Eckhart Tolle Where they talk. he talks about the mind and Dwayne Dyer, he talked about the mind and a few other people. And I said, well, that's it. The issue is not what people have or don't have. It's The issue is is how they perceive themselves, how they see themselves.
0: Right. And that's Their the mind, message yeah. I wanted
3: them to, to see. Change your mind and your life will change. Before mm-hmm. I even connected, you know, some of the things that Reverend I say was stuff I had became aware of. And then when I listened to what he said, I said, Well, that's right on path of where i was talking about people really need to see themselves better in order to be better a lot of people don't mm-hmm. think uh good of themselves that's why you see a lot of you know people putting on you know buying clothes and basically putting on masks to cover mm-hmm. up how they mm-hmm. feel about themselves inside you know men and women are doing this you know The trend is men don't really build makeup, but what they do do, they buy cars and flash money Mm -hmm. and pretend like they have a lot by putting on fancy clothes. That's their mask. That's the men's mask. And then on the woman's side, it's makeup and different hairstyles and different – that's their mask. That's the mask for the woman. Everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to wear a mask and hide Mm -hmm. with the shamefulness they feel about themselves Mm -hmm. inside. You it it just it, it's unbelievable how when you when you really talk to a lot of people you can start to see that a lot of people do not feel whole. They feel something's wrong, something's missing. Mm-hmm.
2: Something's missing. And yeah.
3: That when you feel like that, that, that that void can never be filled uh unless you realize there is nothing wrong with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just the idea uh, and the belief that you believe that something wrong with you, but really in reality, there's nothing wrong with anybody. Right. It's the belief system. It's the minds that the process of thinking that needs to change. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. Akeem. I always, you know, like to hear you talk and I'm really excited about this online Academy um, mm. that I'm doing. And I know, um, you know, Lauren's older, but what type of classes do you think would be good um, to add? Because my goal is or, to find classes that children can um, participate in online that they're not really teaching in the school system. So I want to I want to um, find teachers that are going to be teaching about um, ind- indigenous people, about um, yeah. Scientists, inventors that are people of color, um, Native American studies, you know, um, horticulture, Mm -hmm. which we don't really learn in school. So,
3: I I mean, just a simple cooking class might help, (laughs) you know, something, you you know, something simple that they can make Mm -hmm. at home, you know, online, Uh, things like that, things they can do with their hands. Bread. You know, making bread from scratch. Getting the ingredients mm-hmm. and just make something simple like that. I think kids would enjoy that. Do you think Laura you know, if they were given the opportunity? Yeah, you know, hey, let's make some like bread actually. Yeah, I think she would like that. Yeah, yeah she would. Okay. Yeah. That was I don't that's cool. not what schools are not teaching kids how to live, do things that they need every day.
2: No, they're not. They're, really they're not, not teaching practical teach... skills that we need to. We need to know.
3: Yeah. So. Um...
2: Okay, Kim. I'm not sure. It's just I just heard 90 seconds. I'm not sure what that means, but.
3: Oh, you set the show up for an hour. Oh, okay. Oh, we're and almost... it'll tell you 90 yeah. seconds that the, you know to the end of the show. Yeah. Okay, okay. When you set it up for all an right. hour, usually okay. I'll set it up for about an hour or so over so you don't get that. Okay. Right. Yep. Well, hopefully, we don't get cut That's off.
2: <laughs> all right, Akeem. Well, thank you for calling in. Okay,
3: all right. Okay, I'll all talk right, to you later.
2: You. All right. Okay. All right, bye bye. Bye. Um, hopefully, you all are enjoying this topic. It is. Um, It's nice to just be able to talk to people Who want to listen And I'm hoping that I'm helping someone out there You know, my whole goal Is to encourage you to um, You know, raise independent Thinkers, but we first need to work On becoming an independent thinker ourselves, And um, A lot of it Like Akeem was saying Is just redoing what we've learned In the past and resurrecting Our mindset So um, Again, if you have any questions, you can call call in. Um, But I did want to share with you um, the several shows that are on our platform. Um, We have several shows. We have the Bun Bay show on Mondays at 7 p.m., Truth Tuesday show with Akeem L. at 7 p.m., Solomon Temple show on Wednesdays at 10 a.m., The Divine Connection show on Thursdays with Tasia and Jessica at 7 p.m., and, of course, my show, Raising Independent Thinker, every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. And I think I have one more caller. Okay.
3: Um, That's me. Oh, that's you.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: All right. All right. Sorry, Kim. okay. Okay, I thought. Let's see. Let's try this one.
0: Okay.
2: Um, nine one seven six zero one.
5: Yeah. Definitely. Oh, hi Stephanie. Stephanie. How are you? I'm doing, you doing? well. What up, Good. <laughs>
2: Oh okay. hey, what's my up, my husband
5: Desmond? Hi, Desmond.
2: <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, so how are you doing, Stephanie? How are the the boys?
5: Uh, they're doing great. They're just uh, you know, doing what they do best. Oh, what <laughs> what so is yeah, that? He's on basketball team.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so
5: okay. he's been uh practicing, getting his uh, skills in. Okay.
2: Okay. Um Leah, what yeah. do you think about the show? Have do you have any comments or just anything? Any thoughts yeah, about anything?
5: Um, one of the ideas I was thinking about uh as far as like uh wanna learn the things to uh teach on your un- online uh class for mm-hmm. kids is um one of the things we I never learned how to do, I probably still need work on is mm-hmm. like, you know, doing something as simple as, like, taxes and um, budgeting and things like that, I think those are skills that people need to have.
2: Absolutely. yeah. that agree. they
5: can actually be able to, like, oh, figure out, okay, I need this for this and that for that and how much I, money I costs. I
2: absolutely agree, yeah. I was on a webinar the other day um, learning about taxes and, whew, <laughs> a lot, like, a lot yeah. of the information – you know, I have to, like, listen to it again and again. But I think if I would have learned it when I was younger, it would have been so much easier.
5: Yeah, exactly. That was uh, something that we've talked about in the past, just, like, kind of mm-hmm. preparing ourselves for, you know, life as an independent individual. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, oh, Lord. <laughs> and, um uh also, you know, just you know, being more um more aware of how the government works and how you play a, a role also
0: mm-hmm. with
5: um you know, play a role in that that whole uh in society. I right. think uh, people don't realize um you know that each person plays a role and does you know their taxes go to something or whatever the case is um right. something along those lines and um just and um back to the idea that you that, well the whole topic, which is the whole independent thinkers
0: mm-hmm. it's
5: such a um a tricky situation when <clears throat> you have kids and you know generally you have idea of what you want your kids to do, you know, um, right. depending on your background and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like
0: at least with my
5: family, you know, uh, generally it's like, you know, you are going to be either, a a doctor engineer or, you know, pretty much a failure. So, um, mm. so your options. So if, uh, you have these ideas, like, uh, you know, when you're younger, it's something that I think um, we need to at least embrace when, you know, your kids are getting, you know, becoming, uh, I guess, creative, or they're in the stage where, you know, they want to draw pictures, or they want to, you know, uh, create things, or they want to do science projects and things like that.
2: Um, And, you know, that is so interesting. Right. I, I think that thought is so interesting um, that people still have that thought that only doctors and lawyers and engineers, you know, are successful because there's so many other things, you know, so many yeah. other gifts that we have that we can use mm-hmm. to be successful.
5: Yeah. A hundred percent on that. That is so mm-hmm. true. And um, it's just tapping in and trying to figure out, you know, um, how you yourself are planning on uh, contributing to the society that you are a part of, or your community, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you know what things you hope to do to, I guess, so, somewhat make this world a, a better place for you know the next generation. Right. And um,
2: now, do you feel well, that? So...
3: Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You continue. Uh, Jack, I was going to ask one you, moment, okay?
2: do you feel that um, you're, you, you're able to encourage your children's independence? Do you feel that you do it uh, <laughs> enough?
5: Um, sorry, I got the mm-hmm. little one over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can okay, hold on one second. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Um, I think I try to encourage mm-hmm. independence as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that right now, like, uh, my oldest son is into is Legos. And um, how old are they now? And, they're like
2: four? Are they like five, four?
5: Uh, my oldest one is five, yeah.
2: Five, The youngest okay. one
5: just turned one, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: So he he plays with actually like uh Legos like that are meant for like eight year olds for the most part. Uh, okay.
2: I don't really. So he's into building. Him,
5: yeah, he's into building now, but at the same time he's into, you know, being a different character every other day. Um, <laughs> one day he decided that he wanted to go to the park and he wanted to dress up as Flash one of his costumes that, you know, uh, we have. So Mm -hmm. we went to the park and I allowed him to dress up as Flash. Well, you know, other little kids that may be at the park were like, okay, this is different. And the parents (laughs) are just like, so my parents are just looking at him. And I'm like, you know, this is him. He just wants to be this character. He's five. Right. So what what difference is Right, he's exploring his
2: imagination.
5: (laughs) Exactly. And then the next day he was Harry Potter, okay.
2: and
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, well I I think, was, I oh, think, it's, I think that
2: about. it's good that you allowed him to you know explore that because I know a lot of parents they they don't allow that creativity so
5: yeah yeah it's it's hard because you know you sort of want to conform to mm-hmm. society um
0: right. you
5: know before like COVID and uh, corona uh, hit, um, we were, you know, we would go to church every Sunday. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll take my son to, well, before the, the youngest one was born, I'll take my son to um, church. And, mm-hmm. you know, he will be like, well, I want to wear my cape. And he'll wear his cape and he has a mask. And I'll let him wear it to church. And, you know, typically what you wear into church is, you know, slacks and your dress or whatever the case is. Mm
0: -hmm. And
5: um, when we'll go, you know, go around like, you know, other parents or, you know, adults would smile. And when they see him and they be like, oh, I love your outfit. It's so cool. You have a cool cape. And, you know, give them compliments. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, compared to the other children who are, you know, wearing the typical appropriate uh, outfit, Mm-hmm. They, they see the imagination and, you know, his his at least his ability to, to be, you know, creative and be a different character every other day and mm-hmm. I think they appreciate it and um, you know, I don't feel bad for it as I did in the uh, initially. Initially, I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I should do this. Right. But I was just, I just said, you know what? He's, you know, he's a kid. He was probably three or four years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it doesn't, I'm like, you know, he's a child. Why right. should I fight him or battle him about this topic? You know, if I have no good reason to say no, then right. why, why not just embrace it? You know?
2: Hmm. Yeah. And what's so the, I just what's the need to crush you know, someone's creativity because that's what
0: yeah, yeah. we do,
2: you know, a lot of times. So, wow. So that's Josh, right? That likes to dress yeah, up. That's okay, I know yeah, that's Josh.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a few, you know what to buy Josh now. <laughs> Definitely. All right, Stephanie. Uh, thanks
2: for calling in. And I'm, I'm um, supposed to be talking to your friend, um, I believe tomorrow or one day this week, I have it down. Okay. But I'm excited to talk to her about um, language and reading and. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's very big on that. Those are really good topics. So hopefully she can um, come on the podcast one day.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I thought she would be such a great uh, candidate. She said that she had actually been thinking about doing a podcast because she has so many videos that she's been posting. Actually, she sent me another link for um, one of them that, um, so I can work with uh, my son on um, reading and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. He's been doing little bits of stuff, so I'm trying to get him prepared for school because he kind of mm-hmm. missed the cutoff down here. Um because his birthday is seven days after the cutoff for you to be five. So, okay. Um, so he had to spend another year in daycare, which kind of worked out because, you know, school systems, depending on uh, the area you're in, you're, I'm always like, eh, I don't know if I like the school system that much. I do want to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to move around too much. Right. But, right. um. Yeah, so one of the things that uh, she was giving me some good tips. So uh, like, I appreciate things like that that I can use while I while he goes to daycare and still does little stuff in school. I can okay. um now. Do does she
2: teach? Tasks. Does she teach reading I to children?
5: Um, I think she had when I met her years ago. Um, she was a TA, and I think later on she got her teachers. Uh, she's a became a teacher. And she's okay. been teaching for years. Okay. Um, and I think she's doing something slightly different. so I'm not sure sh- so I'm assuming that she may still be doing some aspect of teaching, but um I'm not a hundred percent sure. but okay. she's been talking about the breakdown of phonics and you know things that we need to know as far as like um when we are teaching our kids and you know teaching the next generation. Right. So, okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking I forward to talking to her. Yeah, that will be like really, really cool. Um, I think she's such a like a good uh, motivator when it comes to education. Um, okay. You know, I try to keep all my friends who know about education close
2: by. <laughs> yes, I see that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, I much. See. <laughs>
2: All right, <laughs> Stephanie. Well, how, you have a. Oh, also, are, how are you doing with all that's going on? Is how are you you feeling? You no, know, I uh, think about. I think it's important to just check in. You know, but um, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Uh, with the 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 capital situation and the presidency, and then COVID, and I feel like we're just bombarded with so many different things. Right. Um, It's such a oh my gosh! It's such a a a year that you sort of want to forget, but you don't because it kind of opens your view to like there's so many holes in Mm -hmm. this government which Mm -hmm. allows certain um, things like this to happen, Um, which is so it's so infuriating because uh, so many things. You feel like, look, we we said this person, you know, this this uh this president may not be a great candidate, you know. Look at his general history, uh, mm-hmm. look at the choices he's been making over the last several years, um, and people kept on, you know, siding with him, and I was just like, but well, you guys are not like thinking even logically about right. this whole situation,
3: right. and
5: you know, something as simple as Informing the the United States of America that hey we have a contagious disease and mm-hmm. it's pretty it's much it's pretty much out there and I'm only speaking because you know I'm within the healthcare community
0: right, and
5: right, yeah. this is something that we can possibly stop or at least slow down and let's mm-hmm. not you know basically kill three hundred thousand people. Um right. And you know, educate people on the right information.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: But you know, the choices that he made um, just opened a door for other people to manipulate um, manipulate the law in a way that benefit them, but it screwed everybody else over.
0: Right. Yeah.
5: And um.
2: Well, it's yeah, scary. I know we're kind of it's- off topic, but. You know, yeah, I yeah, it yeah. yeah. Scary. It's scary. It is scary, and I don't, I don't trust. It's very difficult for me to trust anything that I'm hearing because of yeah. um, just all the in- injustices, and it's, yeah. I mean, just as as you know, the simple things like our safety. You know, for people yeah. to just walk in and be able to walk mm-hmm. out. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, I agree. I think it was, um, it's unfortunate, but I I agree with you on that. That it's when it came to, um, unfortunately, the Black Lives Matter protest, um, the reaction to that was such, was so much more aggressive
0: Mm -hmm.
5: than the protests that were, you know, supposed to be pro-Trump supporters and, you know, some people are claiming that it's Antifa and then um, QAnon like, I think it's QAnon or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, they're, they're coming up with all these, like, oh, these people are not really Trump supporters. They're just, like, here to, you know, cause all this chaos. But I'm like, you guys are forewarned, like, prior to. Like people right. had received information and you guys did nothing because you knew that it was supporting Trump. Um right. I even found out that, you know, I mean, he incited a a, a coup essentially mm-hmm. and he um he said he was he had a viewing party. For it. I, I saw something oh, really? where he.
2: I didn't he, see that. Yeah, I
5: didn't know. And I, I um, it was like, it was this somebody had filmed it and it was his son, um, mm-hmm. Trump Jr., <clears throat> Trump Jr., and it was. Oh, and they Obama were just was viewing. There.
2: They were just viewing. The yeah.
5: Right, um, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, and uh-huh. I was just like, really? like that that's that's as far as we've come in this government, and that we've allowed it to go this far,
0: mhm,
5: and you guys are standing by and just continuing to support you know these these ideas,
0: mhm,
5: and it's just hurting it's just hurting the country even more
2: right, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just painful, yeah. yeah. Well, I I know, um, I have a feeling that everything will be okay. Um, even, mm-hmm. even though I also have a feeling that, you know, this might not be the end of it all Think you know, something else might happen, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I still know that, you know, me, my family will be fine. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Yeah. So, well, thanks for oh,
2: calling. Well. Um, you know, you're always welcome to call in into the show. Thank, Thank you, appreciate it. Okay, Hopefully, did you uh, have anything else?
5: Um, no. Oh God, it's coloring over everything. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> um, Tell Josh I said hi. <laughs> I will. Okay. Uh, but no, I think uh, that's all I had. Uh, uh, so far, um, I just think that, you know, this is a, a great platform to uh, discuss these important topics that, you know, affect all our lives um, one way or another, you know.
2: hmm Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I just want to,
5: you know, I just want to say thank you for, um, you know, creating a platform like this, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, I got the little guy in the background. He always talks over me. <laughs> All right,
2: Stephanie. Well thanks. Have All a right. good night, okay? okay? All
5: right, you All say right. good night.
2: Bye. Bye <laughs> Okay. Um okay, well, I'll end the show on that note. And um I did want to end with a quote and it's by an unknown author and it's titled Seize the Day. Seize the Day for time is passing. Seize the day, your days amassing, your time to live and do and be is now for you a mystery to solve each day as it unfolds and watch the treasure it beholds. Seize the day. Okay, I hope that you all have a wonderful week. Um, Remember, be kind to someone, stay peaceful, um, and follow your dreams. Okay, peace, everyone.